Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. <laughs> Hello, beautiful humans. Uh, we got Dan here. And we got Madison Beer. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Out in the studio. Thanks. You're gorgeous today. Oh, thank you. Just today. Glowing. Uh, That's okay. Every day. One day is, is worth more than none. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> By the way, can you turn guest three down if it is up? We're doing celebrity ASMR, so behind you, uh, there's this really sensitive microphone. Oh. It's off. It was actually, thank you, it was actually voted one of the best ASMR microphones. Oh. So you're going to make some oh, people so tingle. Oh, I'm excited. What if I do it wrong? Isn't it supposed to be like stress relieving and calming? What if I just are, make people have more anxiety and are, more insomnia? Are <laughs> you saying your presence brings anxiety and stress? Well, I'm, aren't you supposed to do like certain things? Like what if I do it wrong? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll teach you. And I think okay. we have a lot of things over there for you to make noises with. So like uh, there's pickles and there's carrots and there's Play-Doh. And so there's you know what it all is already. Well, 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 I thought you were supposed to be guessing. Well, that's a part of it. <laughs> well, y- 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 that's my answer. We'll, we'll get back to it. Okay. We'll, we'll get back to the guessing part, but I'm excited for the ASMR. Me too. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for of being course. here. Of course. I'm happy to be here. I, I'm, playing, I'm playing Hurts Like Hell every night now. It's... Are you? Every yes. night? It's on all these different playlists. Oh, my God. It's starting to seep into the uh, mainstream, my friend. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank do you, you so much. Do you feel accomplished with this, the, the life of this song and the life this song has lived so far? Yeah, I think it's done exactly what I thought it was going to do and wanted it to do and more. But um, I wanted this single especially to be kind of like the... It, everything's like a stepping stone in regards to the singles I put out. Um you know, it was like dead, home with you, hearts like hell, next one, next one, next one album. So it's like they're all just steps closer to what it's really going to be. You know what I'm saying? I are, don't know. Yeah. Are, are they all connected, all the records that have come out so far? Um, it's actually weird. Hurts like hell, dead and home with you have so many lyrical connections. Like they all have there's like words that are the same in a lot of them and hurts like hell home with you all the h's and whatever else people have said but i know conspiracy super yeah it is definitely a conspiracy um but is that on purpose no i mean sort of sort of like the first line in home with you is your words a dead previous single like i don't know i like Uh, to drop little like things because my fans like that you know I think it's cool. But that takes a lot of uh, focus and attention to yeah. detail. Oh, no. In my new, like in my album, there's so many lines that people are going to be like, oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, mm-hmm. Are they all about one person? Or? No. No. A lot of them are about me, just like me and my life and like things that I have gone through. Have like you- what? Can you see? This is what I was saying. It's just the shady thing. It's not shady. No, you're saying you're uh, thinking about your life. Well, uh, I can't tell you the, the title of this one song, but I can tell you it's like, very much so about society and about um, the detrimental part of social media and being famous and whatever and how it's affected me as a person. So it's really cool. And it does it in like a more of a subconscious kind of way. I mean, it's very obvious what it's about, but like you could also listen to it and think it's about a boy or if you, wherever you want to take it, you can take it there. But um, for me, it's really just about like social media. Are, Are you still off of Instagram? Well, my account is up, but like I, and I have the app downloaded back on my phone, but I don't go on Instagram ever. Like it's crazy. Proud of you. But I do, I did have to re-download it. It was getting a little crazy. What was it? What what made you Well, everyone was like, are you dead? Like what has gone on with you? Because I haven't liked something or 
posted a story in like three weeks of people were like what is she what happened to her um so i redownloaded it and like i'll and i also like to see what my fans are talking about and doing and stuff so how is life without instagram amazing you should do it i'm thinking about it you really should just do it for the, even a day will make you be really happy it's also just getting boring there's like no, i really think social there. media is about to have a huge like explosion of yeah. no one cares anymore it's just been going on for so long, and I think people are getting so over the whole, like, fake, perfect illusion thing. Because we also, like, let ourselves down. Oh, I'm, don't start me with this, because I'm going to go on a whole thing. Well, no. you tweeted the other day, don't let social media fool you. Anyone can look happy if they want to. Uh-huh. And that's what I think is, like, so horrible about it, is people would come up to me and say, oh, my God, you look so happy. You look so this. And I'm like, you have no idea. It's been the worst week of my life. So it's so crazy. You think I look so happy, but I'm really just choosing what I'm showing you. I'm choosing what songs I'm posting. I'm choosing, like... So I just think it's going to get to a point where people are going to be extremely tired, especially of being let down by celebrities. Like, you know, when a scandal comes out or when someone is seen doing something, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this person did that. It's because you have this fake illusion of a perfect human being where it's like we're not perfect. We, we're, we're human beings. Like, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things that aren't 100 percent amazing all the time. And I think that that's going to get really tired really fast. I think it already has. But, but is that social media's fault or is it our it's fault? society's fault. Yeah, more. for not being brave enough. To mm-hmm. live a genuine life. Well, it's the whole thing with Finstas. Mm. People are like, oh, follow my Finsta. Like, I have a lot of celebrity friends who are like, follow my Finsta. And I'm like, it's so sad that you really feel like you can't post yourself on your real Instagram. You have to fake this whole thing. And I see, maybe that's the culture behind what Instagram is and the fact mm-hmm. that when you're famous, everybody really is looking. I hate it. So uh, I get that. You know, first <coughs> celebrity I ever met that had a Finstagram was like, it has to be six and a half years ago. I think you were with me. It was Selena Gomez. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. And I did have a, whatever it's, people call it all these different weird words, whatever it is. I had one of them for a minute, and then I was just like, why do, I could post this stuff on my real Instagram. Who's going to judge me? And if you judge me, then don't follow me. Like, I don't really care. Well, that's it. I think it's, you know, you got to be totally secure with 100% of you. It just makes me sad. I don't know. Because I hate when people are like, you look so happy. Like, you know, you and your boyfriend look so happy or you and your family look so happy. And I'm like, wow, it's crazy what social media does. But do you want to share the, the the sad moments? I think a little bit more. I think that's what my album is going to be, too, is like so many more vulnerable songs, so many more real songs, so many more things that are just like honest and real. You know, I'm kind of tired already of doing this whole like I'm badass and confident all the time because I'm not. You know, and I think that that's a very important message, and I'm very glad that I could be one of the female pop acts right now that have a big, I think, imprint on like being confident and badass, and all my songs are that. But like, you know, I still want to make sure people understand like I am a human being. I have gone through heartbreak. I've you know cried myself to sleep. Like I do think I'm ugly half the time. It's not like I live this perfect world that I'm just like. You know, people will text me. This is so crazy. Like if I'm upset, my friends will text me and be like, "You're Madison Beer. You don't have to be upset." And I'm oh. like. But I'm Madison Beer. Like, I have to live in this body. To me, I'm not Madison Beer. To me, I'm me, you know? And I've been me my whole life. And just because of what? Because I have followers, I should be happy? And, like, you I think, don't know, man. You think you're ugly? Some days. So does everyone. Nobody thinks. I, I, so I, does everyone. Everyone has moments where they look at themselves and, like, oof, not uh, your day. A hundred percent. And, like, on those days, girls are like, oh, my God, you look so pretty. And I'm just like what you what are you seeing the same thing you know and there are days where i'm like wow you're very cute like you know there's days that like there it comes in hand in hand but i don't i think people think that you know i think i wake up and i'm like i look like this every day 
like it took two hours to look like this. It's not like what I wake up looking like. You know, it's just, it's all an illusion. People don't fall for it. <laughs> you, you can't really have the highs without the lows, right? And no. all the stuff you go through mm-hmm. essentially ends up fueling the confidence you do have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know, man. Social media battle. I have very much so. Maybe, I, maybe you just express yourself solely through your music. I know. <sighs> or you just write very long book-like Instagram stories to express yourself. Right. I know. I kind of want my Instagram to be like John Mayer's Instagram. I don't know if you follow him. Of oh, course. So yeah. Good. Like his stories are just funny and like he doesn't care. So talented. He's, yeah. So I'm going to work on it. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm going to do. You can do it. Thank you. I we, appreciate you believing in me. We do. Thank you. Uh, well, I uh, knock off Instagram here. <laughs> do, we, do we have a date yet on uh, the album? Keeps changing. What was the last I was date? hoping May. Like May 3rd was like my date. Day after my birthday. Good day. My brother's birthday. So wow. I'm like really would love it to be that day. So maybe that's still the day, but probably going to be later than that. Why? What's holding us up? Don't get me started. It's just, it's not my fault either. It's so annoying because it's like seriously not my fault. Like it's, um, you know, there's like singles and they're like, okay, well we need to give each single like two, three weeks to actually do with their things or else it's going to, you know, yeah. and then the two weeks adds up and it ends up being like, okay, we're not, now we're in June. So, so it's really rolling out singles at the right time because you want to, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to make sure that everyone gets the message and gets the fact that I'm really doing like stepping stones. Cause that's what it is. Like it's literally me putting out, you know, single, 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 and each single you're going to be like, oh, okay. Like they're all taking turns. Like they're, they're all very different from each other, but I want people to like actually understand my sound. I don't know if any of that makes sense. What is your sound? If you can describe it right now. I couldn't like my album. I, I people ask me what does it sound like, and I'm like, Lana Del Rey, Daft Punk, and Depeche Mode. I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's weird. And like Destiny's Child a little bit. Whoa! But it's also just me. Like that's my sound. Yeah. So. Is there added pressure on you because it's all you? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I wrote every song on the album. Really? Yes. Which I'm like I've never done that. that- well, maybe there's like two songs that I didn't because they're like demos, like Hurts Like Hell and whatever. But okay. Co-wrote on every single one. That's great. I know. I'm really excited. And like that's it's gonna make me feel so proud when they're all out like that too, because um, you know, all my other songs I'm obviously so proud of as well, but they some of them weren't written with me at all. A lot of them were just like demos that I got and cut, which of course are still like my songs and my babies and like I love them, but different meaning. When you like have your heart and like tears and you know, you're in a room with three other writers and you're like really in the process. It's like so much more of a proud moment when it comes out and does well or anything. Are you working with the same producers? For the whole album, pretty much, yeah. Why is that? Because I just have this crew that I love so much and like it's very hard for me to open up to people. Like I have a lot of issues with trusting anybody. So like I just for me to write genuine music, I have to be able to like cry in front of these people and actually think that they're listening and um, care. So I have like such an amazing crew that I've developed. And um, two of the guys are from As She Pleases, like did almost all the songs on As She Pleases with me. They're like two amazing guys. And then this other guy is the producer and he did Home With You and a bunch of my other singles that are coming out. And then this other writer, I like stalked her because she wrote a ton of songs that I was obsessed with. So she (laughs) is now in our crew as well. And it's just like us. And we literally just all sit in a room and um, 
oh, I wish I could I'll play it for you guys but like I wish I could talk about it because there's this one song where it's so cute there's a sample of me like crying because the first time I sang the chorus of this song I literally couldn't sing it because I was like getting choked up of how amazing I thought it was and you could and I had vocoder on my voice so you could hear me be like I can't even sing it because I'm so like oh, like I and like it sounds so crazy because it's in vocoder it sounds like I'm Kanye or something but <laughs> it's really it's really sick and it's in there so like once you guys hear the song just like listen and you'll hear it uh, is it a sad song no uh the lyrics are kind of like damn but the song is not sad the song you could like dance to it's really sick yeah, I love it so much. Oh my god. Yeah. Are, when you're writing these records, is it healing for you? Is it relieving for you? What is it? That's really hard because I fit, I think a lot of it is very healing for me. It's it, it's you know having being able to talk about stuff and get it off your chest is always something that I think helps people in life. But sometimes it's for me it's hard because I bury things so deep within me and then like bringing them out again is an emotional turmoil for me. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's both. I wish they were all here so they could tell you. Like they've, I would go on like hour long tangents of just like sobbing, and like they would all just they wouldn't even be like it wouldn't be a conversation. It would be like just me ranting, and they're all kind of like as they're looking at me Taking typing, notes. yeah, like lyrics and stuff. And that's how some of the best songs that we've done have like come about. Like a group of therapists. Yeah, it, that's really what it is. But they're they're just amazing, and they all really love me. And yeah, I don't have that many like friends that I trust and can tell things too so why is that i don't know probably a lot to do with me but i i alienate myself a lot i think i'm always so depressing man i'm sorry (laughs) i feel like all my interviews are always so like but (laughs) so are you like not a happy person are you not happy these days no i am very happy i'm just like definitely going through a lot of you know i'm like i just turned 20 you know it's a very weird time in my life thank you it's a very it's just a weird time I don't know. I think 20 is when it's like I'm no longer an angsty teen. I'm now an angsty adult. It's weird. <laughs> it's strange. It's really transition time. <laughs> it is. Dude, no, it really is. I was a ter- I was a terrible person at 20 years old. But it's also for me what's making me like these days get, you know, in my head or emotional because I kind of used to like excuse myself when I was 19 or 18. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm a teenager. Oh, I could. Kid. But now I'm like, you know, I'm in my 20s. Like it's st- time to stop waiting around for people to change for me or like, you know, waiting for the world to just all of a sudden like give me stuff it's time for me to really be like an adult it's accountability yeah no for sure and i'm really like my goal is to make 20 my like okay 20 was when madison beer really like popped off and like did her damn thing that's what i'm really trying to do do it yeah because you know to your point when you're a kid and you're making those mistakes you're 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 like oh i'm a kid whatever it's but when you're doing it for the first time at 20, you're making those mistakes, you're realizing that mm. you're too old for this bull squash, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to live with the stress of like you realizing yeah. that you can't make the same mistake again. Yeah, and I'm, I just can't. And I've been like, I actually have a lyric that's literally about this, but like I've been this age since I was 13 years old. Like I've been an adult for so long. You've and I've always said that. Yeah, no, it's true though. And I always felt so old for my age. And like whenever I would tell people, oh, I'm 15 or 16, they'd be like, what? And like would never believe me. And um, it was really just the way I carried myself. If you look at me, I don't look like I'm older than 20, but like it was just the way that I acted and said things I said and whatever. And um, you know, it's it, it's been great to be so mature at a young age, but it's also been difficult, you know, not being able to really be a kid has been weird and hard but it's also like i'm glad because i wouldn't want to be any other way and i'm happy that i'm this mature and have this insight and have this like outlook on life at this age you lose some of the social stuff that you get when you grow up right like 
Are we going to dive into this? Because I will go on and on. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I didn't go to prom. I never went to high school. I never went to summer camp after like age 11. I never, you know, uh, if I ever wanted to drink alcohol at a party, um, I would like not be able to, <laughs> which I don't. I actually, it's helped me because I have no tolerance now. So if I ever do want to get drunk, I'm like, cool, give me one shot. And I'm like, you're done. Done. Um, <laughs> so it's helped state. me. Hear that, Dan? But I'm, but I'm also okay. like, I now I, now I can't ever built up a tolerance for alcohol i never like had you know a high school relationship I, it's like there's things that definitely make you a little bit of a social weirdo do you think when that you live like me fuels why you don't have any friends not yeah. not any friends no 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 but like any friends i trust like that yeah um do you, do you think that fuels why you're a loser no um, but no i i think it does i definitely think it does i think i i have a lot of issues because i didn't grow up with the same like you know high school friendship that yeah. you make and in college yeah in college and all that stuff and I'm very much so have like an adult mindset in a lot, a lot of ways but I also have like a childish mindset in a lot of ways when it comes to friends or boyfriends or relationships and things like that it's hard for me to like understand like how people slept with 500 people in high school or how people like you know would be wasted every single night I'm like how do you live your life like this it's crazy to me because I never had that yeah. while these people were partying I was in board meetings at 6am the next day or on auditions or in the studio and I don't know it's definitely made me weird a little bit do my you, friends are always like you're crazy do you wish you got to experience some of that or no yeah kind of I always say yes and no but like I do think that it, it would have probably helped me a little bit to not have been middle homeschooled from 7th to 12th grade it was a little crazy slow and steady wins the race yeah you got catching up to do no, yeah, and I'm like I'm I'm like happy too with like obviously how I am now, and I, it's also been a lot of I don't want to say like soul searching, but it's been a lot of finding myself because I haven't had other people to help me do that. Like yeah. in high school and college, you have your friends to like really help you. You all are finding yourself at the same time. You're all like in this together. I was really alone in that time in my life, and now especially, so it's been good being able to stand on my own two feet and not feel so codependent for like my happiness on other people. But yeah. and you get to know yourself. Yeah, it's just it's also it's also really weird and annoying, but it's what it is. No going back now. So <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> Remember, slow and steady wins the race, yeah. and it's never quantity, it's quality. I feel like these always end up being like therapy sessions. It, it, hey, it, talking to you is always a joy, and it also uh, makes me realize things in, within myself. Yes, good. I hope I hope people watching and you guys listening, I hope, I don't know, I hope people like actually think sometimes, and like, oh, wow, I shouldn't put all my self-value in likes and followers and this and that. There's so much more. Yeah. <sighs> Just live your life. And, I think way, it's easier to say... Because you have so many likes and followers, like people want that, and you have it. I know, but like I have it, and it doesn't matter. So like I could, I'm like I'm the standing example of like it doesn't make you happy, it doesn't make you feel better about yourself. It like it makes me sad hearing like little girls being like, when I grow up, I want to be famous. I'm like, oh, no. What do you want to be famous for though? It's like I want to be an Instagrammer, and I'm like, YouTube star. But like do some. But like YouTube is like I'm not mad when kids say they want to be a YouTuber because like YouTubers, I think. I mean, not talking for every YouTuber, but a lot of the YouTubers I watch put in a lot of work. I mean, like Shane Dawson, I've loved for a long time. Like he, those conspiracy videos he makes, like Genius. sure they're like funny and stuff, but like they're like real documentaries. Like they take probably so much time to edit. And, Weeks. Yeah. And you watch David Dobrik. I see you yes, in his vlogs. I love David. Oh my God. Are you kidding? I'm obsessed with YouTube. I'm a YouTube kid. So I could talk about YouTubers like, like when you said ASMR, I was like, Trisha Paytas, that's me <laughs> for the day. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And I begged David to let me meet Trisha, but it's never happened. So. How did you meet David? 
It's actually so funny. So I've always watched his videos. Not always, but like for the past like two years, I guess I've like loved his videos and I was at the VMAs and I was walking on the carpet and I saw him like interviewing people and I was like, oh my God, that's David Dobrik. Like, I, I don't fangirl over many people. I kind of fangirled over him. <laughs> I was like, that is David Dobrik. I'm freaking, YouTubers get me. YouTubers yeah. and like American Horror Story people get me. I don't know what it is. And I'm like, oh my God, that's David Dobrik. And I turned to my manager. I was like, I need to go meet him. You have to like make up an excuse of why I have to meet him. And she just kind of <laughs> was like blowing it off. And she, cause she doesn't know who he is. So she was like, it's not important. No, I literally like broke out of another interview and like walked up to him. And I was like, I need to just let you know, I'm obsessed with you. I love your videos. You're the funniest person ever. And Jason Nash was there in like a Jesus costume. And I was just like, oh my God, this is all my dreams are coming true in front of my eyes. And, um, he ended up being like, what are you doing later? Like we should all hang out. And I was like, Wow. Really? And like we exchanged numbers and like we ended up having such a fun night and like becoming really good friends after that. Look He's at so you. Cool. I know, like right? Look at you. My proudest moment. But also look at David Dobrik. Look at David Dobrik. He's killing it. It's crazy. But yeah, you're in his life. He should be very grateful. Yeah. You just He's showed such up, a good guy. You showed up in those vlogs and you were uncredited. I was very surprised. Oh, like not in the title? Yeah, or like <laughs> not even acknowledging that He wanted it to be a Madison surprise. Beer. Or the one that was like the US, the UCLA kid yeah. where he was trying to get him his first kiss. Yeah. That was funny. But he wanted that one to be all of a sudden like all these college girls and then just me being like, hi. And like it was funny. Thank you for that BTS. Did that kid say no to you? Um, well, I mean, it was like obviously like a setup thing. Yeah, I just that's about masking. He, like, no, he genuinely he didn't want to kiss anyone. Not me. Not no one. Like no, no, he was not about it. Oh, and really? then he kissed a, a girl from college. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I wasn't with them the whole night. I was li- oh. literally. He called me and was like, "Where are you? I'm coming." And we're shooting this bit. And I was like, "Perfect." And then I got in the car, did it, and that was it. What if the kid said yes? Would you have done it? No, I don't want to be responsible for taking somebody's first kiss. Oh <laughs> gosh, no. Why is there a stigma and a pressure around that? Well, I, I mean. When you're on like a David Dobrik vlog, there's a lot of added pressure. I guess. Okay. Who else do you watch on YouTube? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I watch David. Mm-hmm. I really oh, David. I watch Shane Dawson. I don't know. I don't really watch anybody else. Their friend mm-hmm. Jeff is funny. His little barbershop video. Have you ever watched that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Zayn's parody of the genius stuff? Yes, that was Amazing. so good. So good, genius with a jewel in his hand. Yeah. I was dying. Hold on, I got to transition into you. Would you not want to take anybody's first kiss? Well, I mean, I had a first kiss, and it was, I think, that guy's first kiss, too. But, no, I mean, if no, this sounds awful, but, like, if if it's your first kiss, you're probably a lot younger than me. Well, you, any final thoughts over there, Dan? No, just, just listening, taking it all in. We're, we're going to do a couple different <laughs> things here. We're going to do, uh, <laughs> whoa, that was a nice ASMR sound. Thank you, uh, thank you so much. Well, how was your birthday party? Uh, thanks, um, thanks for my invite, by the oh, way. Oh, no one got invited, and it was a bad choice because there was 20 people there. <laughs> It was really? very easy. Oh, no, I mean, so I was like, I'm going to have it really small, only like very close friends, like no one industry, no one like, because I, you know, if I want to have a big party, like I'll have, you didn't you come down. to my birthday party, like my 18th or something? I don't know. I, I do not I mean, remember. I threw a big birthday party for my 18th and like, I was, I wasn't happy. I didn't like it. Hmm. Like, I don't like want to be surrounded by a ton of people. Half the people like don't even actually love me or care for me. So You're there for I was, picks. yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to do that this year. I'm going to just invite I'll say 50 people who I like actually know care about me as a human being and like a lot of those people didn't show up so <laughs> it ended up being really really small and like it was fun but could have invited more people is that for an, sure is that an eye-opening experience for you no because I, I don't want to be like on my birthday I want to be with people who I actually care about you know and who care about you mm-hmm. so how many I don't, people, you go you go how many people do you invite 
I think realist. I actually invited 80 people. Oh my god! I think like 40 showed up. Which, but when we rent out a whole venue, that doesn't look like a whole lot of people. No, <laughs> no, it looks small. <laughs> but it's I like I said, I didn't really care. I'm joking. But like, yeah, I want to spend my birthday with people I like enjoy, genuinely. Well, I hope you did that. I did partially, but I did partially. <laughs> yeah, I did. I don't know. You can't slip that one in there Sorry. and not explain yeah. more. Did drama follow? No, sort of. I don't know. I just don't. My birth. I think like birthdays, Valentine's Day, and like New Year's, all these like holiday esque things always end up in a fight <laughs> because everyone has so much pressure on making it fun and making it perfect and making it amazing, and then everyone like is stressed out because of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because if you set the expectations <sighs> so yes, high, and then you're like disappointed no matter what, and it's just like who'd you fight with? No, I didn't fight with anyone. There was just drama with like friend groups and this right. and that. And I was like, oh my god. That's why I don't celebrate holidays. I should I should get on that. I wave. don't celebrate anything. Nothing. Nope. He, you don't go out for New Year's. Uh, right, nope. You usually don't go out for New Year's. Don't do birthdays. Don't do. I don't do holidays. You don't do birthdays. Christmas. Uh, not really. No. I don't. Do, I really don't do holidays. But he does like so. Thanksgiving. Uh, I like sides. We go out to eat now with just my family. Like, we don't do big Thanksgivings anymore. But we go to the bar. I respect that. You should sell her on why this is a good thing. Like on Christmas, yeah. he no you know, spends all the money that his family spends all the money they spend on themselves for That's another family who needs it. Yeah. I love that. We give back. I love that. I don't need things. Materialistic things don't do it for me. That's exactly what it... People were asking me what I wanted for my birthday, and I was like, don't you listen to anything I ever say? Like, my manager got me a slide guitar for my birthday, which is the best present I've ever gotten, because he hears me talk about the fact that Mm -hmm. I want a slide guitar all the time. So my friends that are my close friends texting me saying, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like... You've heard the things I talk about. You know the things I like. They think like, oh, we have to get her something that's expensive. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'd rather you get me like a signed Daft Punk CD. That would make me so much happier than like a f-ing Louis Vuitton backpack. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but um, you know what I mean. Yes. I just am like, d- you if you don't, if you're asking me, you clearly don't know me that well. It's a gift of a gift of substance, not yeah. just pure material. I would so much rather it something be a gift out of like, I hear you talk, I hear what you like, you know, I pay attention to the music you play or whatever, and I figured I'd get you this. Like, one of my friends got me, like, a stack of vintage Playboy magazines, and it was the, one of the best presents I've gotten for my birthday. That's cool. Yeah. Like, my other friend got me a book. Like, those things are I care more about than the friends who got me, like, Chanel stuff. The best birthday gift for Dan is not wishing him a happy birthday. The best Perfect. gift is not a gift. <laughs> Gifts are just stuff. Like, it's just stuff. I don't I like stuff. I agree. But I think stuff is nice when it's, like, stuff that you actually care about. Like, it's stuff when it's anyone could buy this T-shirt for anyone. But it's, like, if it's something that actually caters to you and, like, your friends make an effort and are, like, we know you love this or this, then I think that's really sweet. But I don't need more stuff. Like, I'm I'm Mm -hmm. the queen of stuff. I don't need more stuff. (laughs) I'm, like, please don't get me another bag or another belt. I'm, like, I'm done with the stuff. (laughs) Just get me something that I'll actually appreciate and love. So I, I agree with you on that for sure. I mean, when I was in third grade, my whole birthday party was, like, bring me toys, but they have to be wrapped and like everyone brought me amazing toys and I donated them all to a children's hospital and like that was so good of a feeling for my birthday you, you know? probably feel so much better so than good. getting and I was something obviously so young but like it was it was my my friend was in the hospital at the time she had cancer and I was like I really want to do something for my birthday that's like in regards to her and because she can't be here my mom was like why don't we donate all your gifts and I was like done perfect it's amazing so wow. yeah it was really fun I, I feel like I'm third wheeling on a first date um, <laughs> but it was a beautiful conversation of real depth and substance thank you getting to know each other thank you very nice see you know why why no phones yeah. That's the key. It is. I, I started this new thing now where I wake up every morning at five o'clock and I don't touch my, f- yeah. 
and I don't touch my phone. I woke up at noon today. <laughs> Hell no. Oh my God. What a waste of a day. Don't do that. I know. I know. It's because I went to bed really late last night and I didn't sleep the night of my birthday because I was like up crying all night. Don't ask me why. Why are you crying? Don't ask me why I said. <laughs> <laughs> and and I literally didn't sleep that night because I was so upset. So I, I caught up in my sleep last night. Okay. Okay. So wait, explain. Continue. Anyway, so I wake up at five o'clock and I don't touch my phone until about 730 or eight until I mm. like right, right, right until I'm about to leave to come here to work. Amazing. I don't touch my phone at all. Because I'm like, nothing important is happening on there. 100%. I mean, like, answer the texts and emails you need to, but social media is just the same. Social media (laughs) is just not what you should. Like, it makes me sad, like, being at sleepovers with my friends, they unplug their phone, the first thing you do is check Instagram and stuff, and they're just like, for 20 minutes. I'm like, what are you even looking at? Like, what what is there to watch? I know, but you should break the habit. Because it starts your day with a mindset of, like, comparing your career and your life and your success and your face and your relationships it's like no this is what it was social media think about your day yesterday Dan what, is talking what do you remember <laughs> what do you remember from what you looked at on instagram yesterday nothing nothing uh, <laughs> see not a single thing made an impact yesterday so why there was am i a gonna- quote that i saw that i i don't want to say it wrong because it was really dope but it said something about like the moment the phones weren't connected to a wall anymore was the moment that we stopped being connected to each other and it was really cool very yeah. true. Yeah, I thought that was really sick. And it was like a photo of an old phone obviously connected to the wall. Did you see it on Instagram? No. Uh. Actually, someone sent that to me. <laughs> that would have been bad. No, someone sent it to me. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, that's, like you said, like we're having an actual conversation. People really don't talk anymore. I think I told this to you. Maybe it wasn't you, but I thought I told this to you at the Grammys when I saw you. But, like, the other day, <clears throat> since I deleted Instagram, when I didn't have Instagram on my phone, I was out and my friend walked away from me when I was at the bar because she was just like, oh, I'm going to go like see my friends in another room. And I didn't want to go because I was in heels and I was like, I don't want to walk, so it's fine. So I stood at the bar by myself and I went to take out my phone and go on Instagram and stand there because I obviously don't want to talk to random people. So I'm just like standing there and I didn't have Instagram to go to. So I just put my phone away and put it in my bag and I stood there at the bar like drinking my club soda, not talking to anybody. And then I looked behind me and there was like two girls sitting on a big couch like this and there's plenty of room. So I sat... I sat like here actually I sat like pretty close to them and I was like do you guys care if I sit here and they were like no no and then I was like hi I'm Madison and like introduced myself to them we ended up having like a really nice conversation and they were totally cool nice girls and like now I I mean like we didn't exchange numbers so we're not like good friends now but like I had like an actual conversation with people whereas if I would have stood at the bar on Instagram I wouldn't have done that I would have just alienated myself and like next time you're at a club or a bar or anywhere in public go look around how many people who are alone are standing on social media it's mm-hmm. scary once you notice how many people are doing yeah, it because it's a Cause friend no one wants to talk to anybody that's it everyone's scared they're gonna be like we- the weird one who like went and tried to have a conversation but it's like why is that strange but you morphed a stranger into acquaintance that's a big deal yeah no seriously that's uh like you only live once why are you wasting your time louder what, what would it take for us to delete all of your presence on the internet is there like a price we could pay to just get rid of everything that's you've the ever thing posted? that's the thing is it, it it's it's a way to make money so it's like hard to get rid of all no realistically but if someone yeah. was like i'll write you a check and delete all of it i would be so happy <laughs> but it's you know i have my fans like twitter i never deleted because i was talking to my fans every day and like they are such a big part of my life so for me to not talk to them would be unfair to them you know so it would affect you eventually yeah it would so so twitter i would never get rid of i don't think but instagram i have so many issues i we don't have to talk about this anymore but i just i just want people to remember what it really is at the end of the day and it's not reality stop comparing yourself beautiful yeah
Madison Beer, mm-hmm. thanks for hanging out. <laughs> Thank you for the therapy. Anytime. I appreciate it. You are welcome whenever you want. <laughs> thanks. Uh, we are doing ASMR, so you're going to do that. Okay, I'm excited. It will definitely be available for people to watch on Instagram. <laughs> okay, right. <Fire>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can watch, or we'll probably link it at the end of this video. Awesome. Oh, I have another question, but this is just a random question. Let's do, do you it. believe in aliens? You're asking me if I believe in aliens. Of course I believe in aliens. Well, I think space is very fascinating. My bio has been a UFO for probably four years, and my location on Twitter is the cosmos. So I'm (laughs) kind of... And I have a song about how I'm an alien, and I'm sad that my real parents didn't abduct me. Oh. As your dad sits there. (laughs) Sorry. But I have a lyric in that song where it's like, my mom and dad said they first met under the moonlight, but I didn't buy their cover story. It didn't feel right. And then it's like, I belong in space. Is this a new song? Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, it doesn't have a title yet. I was going to call it um, Phone Home. I thought that was cute. <laughs> I like that. But I, but it's right now it's called Meant to Be, but I don't like that because it doesn't really like encompass what the song is about. I want it to be something that's more like, okay, this is obviously about aliens. Well, what, what do you think aliens would think of us right now? Like just society in general? I think aliens are probably on a whole other dimensional journey that like they, like, okay, um, we're about to really I thought someone was calling me sorry we're about to really get into this whole Probably thing my phone. I know we're, we keep ending it and then dance like one more and then it's like my whole tangent okay well but, I think space is very fascinating so I, so will, I want to know okay of what space shows have you watched recently I don't watch space shows I like real life space one strange rock go watch it is that like a fake show or is it a real no, show no one strange rock it's narrated by Will Smith it's all about oh, like okay, fake cool. space I'll watch that no it's really really good okay. I have a lot of we could talk about this after I have a lot of really like insightful very 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 much so like informative space and nature shows okay whatever so i think that personally this is so like dark but think about like an anthill you know like little those little sand anthill things you're talking about so imagine if somebody if there was an anthill on the side of a road and somebody was like i'm gonna build a highway here would you destroy the anthill or would you just build the highway and not disturb the anthill me personally or people in general? People in general. You just build the highway. Why the Why knock over or disturb the anthill? So for me, I think that aliens are probably the highway and they're like, why let something as low intelligent and like as like yeah. low functioning as Earth? Uh-huh. Why let? Why should we like even acknowledge them? Why should we let them know that we're even we don't matter. in existence? Like we are so much m- bigger of a picture than tiny little anthill Earth. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I don't know. So I think about that sometimes and I'm like... You know, if there were aliens, how do we know that they're not so high functioning and so advanced that they're like, they look at us like we're like, they don't even pay us yeah, mind. they're like, we don't, we're not going to take our alien time to talk to <laughs> pity so, little Earth. So you think they get the signals that NASA's sending up there and they're just ignoring it? Well, you it. know that we haven't been, um, human beings haven't been in existence long enough for us to have received light or sound from another planet or galaxy. R- wait, really? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if a message from another galaxy was sent to us, we haven't even existed as a race long enough for us to, to have received it. it. Oh. Like, the speed of light and the speed of sound are not quick enough for us to even have received it. Yeah. Like, we can't, like, how long does it take to get to the moon or something? It takes, like, I think, like, eight days, or I could be so off. Or Google it could be eight days. I think it's more than eight days, isn't it? Or are you talking about people or sound? No, like, rocket ships to get to the moon. I'm pretty sure it's, like, a, it's like a, over a week. Or maybe it's, like, two months, and I'm totally off, but... I know it's 280,000 miles away, I think. Oh, this was about three days. See? Okay, so I was, I was, don't question me, Dan. Sorry. No, so it's why, okay. just, why aren't more no, people going to the moon? Let's well, go. because it's, it takes a lot of money to send a rocket into space. But yes. um, I and would life. love to go to space, and it sounds like you would too, so we should work on this.
If you're buying tickets, I'll go to space. No, I will. I, I would spend all my money. And people ask me if there was a 50-50 chance. Is this what you're going to ask me? Yes. If there was a 50-50 chance that you would die by going into space, would you still do it? I'm like, what would I rather, get hit by a car on Earth? Of course I would do it. What <laughs> I would you, definitely take that risk. For, even if it was like 90-10, I would still do it. Like I, That's wow. so cool. And I've always had a weird like connection to space. You know what's weird about space? What think thing? about this. This is what I always think about when it I comes love to space. This. I love this. Like, it never ends. Like, how far does it go? Because it can't end. Because if it ends, there's something after that. It can't end. But what if it does end? But what's... Nothing ends. I'm saying, what if, what if it's none of it's even real? What if there's no moon? What if we're not actually on a planet? Uh, what if none of that's even true? What if this is just stuff that has been fabricated and has been planted in our minds by the government and by scientists and all this stuff? Because everything's man-made. You know, everything language, everything's like... Everything that we know has been created. So you think that... When we look in the sky, that's all fake. You don't know. But but if they created a wall and we're on a giant box, there's got to be something outside that wall. 100%. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe there's no space. Maybe it's just... It sounds like we are so high right now. <laughs> just saying. It sounds like we have all smoked a ton of weed, which we have not. I, but it sounds like we really have. I want to be... I, I genuinely believe that space does exist. No, me too. But I'm saying like... What, of what course. <laughs> but I'm saying like, really, like what if it doesn't? What if the lights, the sky, stars in the sky are like holes of like... A set or something. I don't know, man. You don't know. You don't I've ever know. seen like Elon Musk talk about his theory on like artificial intelligence and stuff and how we're in a simulation and how none of us is real at all. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that stuff. Yeah, but like, okay. So but maybe, but people could say, I don't know if I believe scientists and the government that we're on a planet. That sounds crazier. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it sounds crazier that we're on a rock that had the perfect <laughs> amount of hydrogen, carbon, water, energy, and life. We're the perfect distance from the sun. We're the perfect distance from the moon to get all the things, to have the tides not be too big that we the whole planet's water and have the tides be low enough that, you know, there's enough. This It's like, it's pretty trippy when you really start to dig into like how life started and but, how it's evolved to what it is now. Like there had to be so many things that were perfect. But those things were perfect. That's why we're here. And that's why we're not on Mars. I know. But th- what I'm saying is, isn't it crazy to think that so many things had to be perfect in order for us to be here? Like that's a, that's a crazier thought than like we're in a simulation, but, in uh, my opinion. No, it is. Yeah. Especially in the time we live in right now, like artificial intelligence is advancing by the day rapidly like scarily rapidly like there was this thing in the boston what is it like the tectonics or something the there's like a big boston flagship place where they build robots and stuff sorry i sound stupid i don't know what it is but um i know it's in boston and i know that they build (laughs) robots and stuff like that and they built these two robots that within like an hour of them being switched on created their own language between the two of them and they like all freaked out and shut them off and they couldn't understand the language they created so it's like Elon Musk's whole thing is like, if there's, you know, if there's that right now, what makes us think that artificial and augmented reality hasn't advanced itself so progressively in the past 20 years or whatever, and it's taken over and now we're just living in that. That is a scary thing to think about. Uh, I don't know. I think but I don't gi- know. But I think we're giving one person way too much credit to create this entire simulation that we all live in. Wait, Elon Musk? I mean, no, no I'm not giving him create, No, I'm not giving him credit. He doesn't saying, think we, he created it. No, he thinks it, it is just existence. It so is. Some, but one person had to create it now. No, I don't think it was a person. I think it was artificial intelligence. And like... Oh, gosh. But didn't somebody build a robot or did the robot build itself? Yeah, but like the two <laughs> robots that were built by people started having a language. That wasn't up to them, and that's why they turned them off. What if one became so smart that it was just like, I don't know. Whoa. You don't know, man. Okay. You don't know. On that note. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. There was something else I was going to tell you. That was yeah. cool, and I thought you would find interesting. Oh, so on that show, One Strange Rock, they talk about how, um, you know, like, unaware 
like okay so you think about like a like a boat in a huge storm in the middle of the ocean when the boat is on these like waves and these waves are gigantic and there could kill him in two seconds and you know could wipe out the whole boat and sink in a minute the droplets of water that are in these waves don't know that they're in this huge storm and this huge like crazy wave you know what i'm saying like if you zoom into the drop the drop is really just like a cell of water and h2o and it's like it has no idea that it's being thrown around like earth is literally in the center of a huge galactic storm and we don't even realize yeah there's like so much stuff going on around us like it's crazy when you watch the show it shows you really what goes on but there's like cosmic tornadoes and like crazy crazy meteors being like launched through space at all times like people who are in in rockets or in like a space station all night they hear like like dings on the windows because there's so many little tiny meteors. There's so much emotion. It's crazy. I once thought of something similar because somebody was killed in an avalanche. I was reading about it online. Mm-hmm. And I was like, snowflakes are so tiny and pretty and a bunch of them came together to kill someone. Yeah. And you don't think about that when you look at yeah. snowflakes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're just snowflakes. Same somebody with like else water. is controlling how the could, snowflakes. How could a, how water erode like huge mountains and create sand out of it? And like, you know, It's crazy. Like Something as delicate as water can like erode a huge but it's rock how over you time. use water mm-hmm. so it's you know it's just, it's just weird to think about like it's the earth chemicals and i yeah do you believe in global warming uh what do you mean expand on that climate I have, change well yeah of course i do but, but you you're asking me like what do i think the cause of global no warming i'm is? saying do you believe in it um, we don't need to go what, what the cause is. I'm going simple. Do you believe that it exists? Because it's a question that needs to be asked, and the answers are surprising. You know what? To be honest with you, I don't know enough about the whole debate. I've read about it, but I don't know enough about it to actually speak on my stance. Um, I can read about it and let you know what I think. I mean, I think that the whole like holes being burned in the ozone layer because of cars and sunscreen and all that stuff is probably true, and I think that definitely probably has an effect on oh, yeah. the heat and the drastic changes of our climate but i don't know what the cause is i don't know if i believe in it. i haven't read into it enough to tell you but i i most likely think it's real hit me back i will i actually will because i but i really don't know enough about it to what other what other things are there that like people like the vaccine thing there's no, so many things that people that. oh my god no but like there's so many debates now that it's people are going. like what's real what's not what else are people debating over? The vaccine thing is a big one. The global warming is a big one. Michael Jackson. Oh, that, I watched that documentary yes. last night. Oh, my God. Uh, impeachment. I mean, we're right. in a crazy yes. time in history. Oh, my God. I know. We're going through it. It's pretty insane to look at. It's wild. It's just funny to me. I'm just like, wow. Like, what are the chances <laughs> that I live in this, time, in this time? Dude, it's been building for a very long time. I know. You it's tweeted about thing. that recently, didn't you? Something about oh god, I deleted that because people were like, "You are crazy." <laughs> I tweeted tweet? like, "The Earth has existed for billions of years, and like we all exist at the same time." That must mean something. But people were like, "Actually, human beings have only existed for around fifty thousand years." And I'm like, "Okay, you know what? <laughs> Leave me alone." <laughs> I was just trying to be like artsy for a second. Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. Madison Beer, uh, yes. thanks for hanging out. Of course, that's great. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime, guys. <laughs> Let's do some ASMR. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast.